They're good, aren't they? Could we give Hartley and Nat a big hand as well? Do a uh, phenomenal job. And um, keep inviting me back, which is... <laughs> I'm feeling the love. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for coming tonight. We always appreciate the effort people make to get to church. It's not always easy. Um, we don't always... Uh, in fact, I find we don't always... Uh, when we're coming to church, we're not always, for whatever reason, might have different reasons why we don't want to go or don't feel like going. But most people that I speak to never regret going after they've been. Have you noticed that as well? Sometimes it's hard, you're tired or whatever, but afterwards you're always like, you never go, I wish I hadn't have gone tonight. <laughs> Hopefully you're not feeling that after tonight. <laughs> Pentecost Sunday. Um, <laughs> Pentecost, <laughs> Pentecost Sunday is celebrated, it's the seventh Sunday after Easter, uh, it's the day of Pentecost, Pente, five, it's 50 days from the resurrection of, or uh, crucifixion resurrection of Jesus, you read it in the book of Acts, it's the day that the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the believers. Uh, I just want to do a little bit of uh, a background, uh, if you don't know who I am, sorry, I apologise, I should introduce myself if you don't know who I am, my name's Ward pastor at the C3 Roselle campus, uh, three boys, um, married, <laughs> not in that order, <laughs> um, and uh, uh, we started our church, uh, we were a satellite out of Oxford Falls uh, 16 years ago, uh, and then we became a, a campus a few years back now, so um, love the C3 movement, was saved into it. And uh, believe that the best is yet to come for Silverwater, for Roselle, for Penrith, for Oxford Falls, for this city of Sydney. Okay, so let me just, uh, I just want to teach a little bit about uh, who's the Holy Spirit, what does he do? You know, sometimes we've heard a lot of different things. Some, some of us grow up in um, denominations or church backgrounds where we're uh, not sure about the role of the Holy Spirit or uh, what he does. Um, but let me quickly move through this. Uh, so who's the Holy Spirit? If you're not sure, the Holy Spirit is God. It's the third person of the Trinity. I haven't got time to do an expose on the Trinity, uh, but you can go to Bible college and learn about that. Uh, <laughs> he's a person. He's not a force. He's not an energy. He's not a vibe. He's not a feeling. He's a person. The Bible gives him personal attributes. The Bible says the Holy Spirit thinks and he knows. The Holy Spirit can be grieved, he can be upset, he, be, he can be hurt. The Bible says the Holy Spirit intercedes for us in Romans chapter 8. Um, so he's a person. And just like any other person, you can have a relationship with him. And that's what he desires. That's what God desires, that uh, we have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. What does he do? First and foremost, he seals our salvation. The Bible says that when we receive Jesus Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit as a seal and a confirmation and a guarantee of our salvation and our eternal life. That's clear in the scriptures. So if you're born again, when you receive Jesus, you do receive the Holy Spirit and you receive a peace and assurance that no matter what happens, when you die, you will go to be with Jesus. You'll go to be with God in heaven. That's an assurance that comes through the sealing of the Holy Spirit when you're born again. The Bible also says that he's our helper. Jesus said 
in John chapter 14 that when he went, he would send another counsellor, another paraclete. Uh, that word can be um, interpreted various ways. It means that, uh, someone that comes alongside to help, uh, a counsellor, a helper, an informer, an encourager. Uh, so that's the Holy Spirit's role as well, that he would be with us, that he would be alongside us, that he would empower us, that he would encourage us. Um, and so when you receive Jesus Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit. And if you ask him, he will do all those things for you. Uh, but the Bible also says that the Holy Spirit comes to bring the power of the Christian walk. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said, after his resurrection, he said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Dunamis, it's where we get the word dynamite. There'll be power in your Christian life. There'll be power in your walk with God. Um, and it appears from the Scriptures uh, that there are two encounters with the Holy Spirit. You received the Holy Spirit when you were born again. He becomes that seal. He enters you and you have the Holy Spirit. But the Bible also talks about another encounter, which is the baptism in that Holy Spirit, where you receive gifts, you receive power, you receive other great benefits that the Holy Spirit comes to bring. You say, how do you know that? In Acts chapter 8, verse 5, it says this, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. He preached the gospel to Samaria. Verse 12, it says, But when they believed Philip's preaching, so they believed. He preached the gospel. They believed. They received Christ. They, he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized. They received Christ. They were born again. They were water baptized into the church. The, the uh, believers in Samaria. Then it says in verse 14, Now when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God. So they're born again. It's very clear in the scriptures. They're not seekers. They've received Christ. They've been water baptized. They sent unto them Peter and John. In verse 15, Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Now hold on. They've received the Holy Ghost, surely, because they were born again. What is he talking about? There's only two potential options, the two potential things that could have happened here. Number one, they weren't born again and hadn't received the Holy Spirit. But it's clear from the Scriptures that they had. They'd received Jesus Christ. They were water baptized. They were born again believers. And yet the apostles are coming down saying they haven't received the Holy Spirit. So there's only two things. Either they weren't saved, but it's clear they were. Or there's a second uh, baptism, there's a second encounter that is available for every single believer prior or post your salvation, which is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, where you're filled and endured with power to live the Christian life and to go all the way to the end. Um, so the Holy Spirit comes to impart these gifts, these abilities. 1 Corinthians 12, 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthian church, I do not want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant about the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, I think what often happens in the Christian walk is that uh, I was in uh, my uh, church this morning, I was, I was trying to think of an analogy. I'd been thinking of an analogy during the week. This is the way I see it in regards to the impartation, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. So uh, who, who here has an iPhone? Put your hand up. Put up all the iPhone owners. Who has an Android phone? Put your hands up. All the Android, <laughs> all the Android owners and everybody said. 
Um, so uh, whether you own a, an Android, an iPhone, uh, anyone still got a BlackBerry? Anyone here? Don't, don't put your hand up. <laughs> you need to get saved. <laughs> no, um, if you've got a smartphone, um, then it's able to do a lot of things for you, isn't it? And so I, I picture it this way. When, when you are born again and you receive the Holy Spirit, it's like receiving your smartphone. And you can use that smartphone for making phone calls. That's a novel idea. <laughs> right? You can use that phone and you can make phone calls. That's like receiving the Holy Spirit when you're born again. You get your phone, you can make calls with it. It's able to do that. But it's able to do a whole lot more as well, isn't it? Not only can you make calls with it, you can download apps. I know, I know. <laughs> We're talking high technology now. <laughs> and there's so many apps that are available that can benefit your life, correct? I mean, Google Maps, hallelujah. <laughs> Anybody that's directionally challenged. <laughs> Google Maps, there's, uh, oh, I won't go into it, it depends on what you're into, but obviously Spotify, there's uh, Strava if you're into cycling or running or anything like that. There's so many different apps that you can download onto your phone that utilize to benefit your life. That's like the baptism in the Holy Spirit. You don't need it to get to heaven. It's clear in the scriptures, you do not need the gifts of the Spirit, you do not need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be born again and get to heaven. Some people have taught that, it's not true, it's not biblical. But, without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's like having your phone and just using it for phone calls. It's okay for that, it can do that, but it's able to do a whole lot more. So can the Holy Spirit when he comes into our life and brings so much more of God and gifts and abilities that can empower and endure us to make a difference in this world. That's what God wants. That's what he wants for you, for me. And that's why he sent the Holy Spirit. So who wants him? I tell you, I want him. I want him in more measure, in a greater outpouring and in greater strength. Um, Paul also says in 1 Corinthians 14:1, again to the Corinthian church, pursue love. Pursue love, love people, love God, do stuff. But then he says, yet desire earnestly the spiritual gifts. They're not the highest priority, but they're an, a priority in our life. If we want to love people, if we want to do the will of God, then you still got to earnestly desire the spiritual gifts that are going to give you that spiritual unction to do what God's asked us to do. God wants you to have these gifts. God wants to impart them into your life. And if you don't have them, you can get them tonight in Jesus' name. What are the gifts for? 1 Corinthians 12. There are diversity of gifts but the same spirit this is 1 Corinthians 12 4 to 11 there are diversity of gifts but the same spirit there are difference of ministries but the same Lord there are diversity of activities but the same God who works all in all but the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all for to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit another word of knowledge same spirit oh, and on and on and on they go um you can read that for yourself I haven't got time 1 Corinthians 12 um I just want to focus in on a couple of things here tonight. Uh, the first one being the baptism in the Holy Spirit, the, the gift of speaking in tongues. Very, very good, important, great gift. Do you need it to get say, uh, Do you need it to get to heaven? No, you don't. Uh, they're not going to be speaking tongues in heaven, I don't believe. Um, but do you need it to get into heaven? No. 
Is it available for every believer? Yes. Does God want you to have it? Absolutely. 1 Corinthians 14.5. Again, Paul talking to the Corinthian church. If you want to understand the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, then read 1 Corinthians. It's Paul's letter to the Corinthian church on this whole topic. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. 1 Corinthians 14.5. That's what he said to the Corinthian church. That's my heart and desire for you tonight. I'm sure it's Pastor Hartley and Natalie's desire for you here tonight. The other leaders that every person, every believer would have the ability to speak in tongues, to pray in a heavenly language, to have an utterance to communicate with God. 1 Corinthians 14, 18. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than you all, the Apostle Paul said. Mark 16, 17. Jesus said, and these signs will accompany those that believe in my name. They will drive out demons and they will speak in other tongues. What's its purpose? Why should I? Good question. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14, again, Paul goes on to say, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself. That word in the original language means charges themselves up, like a battery, like, a, like pa- uh, uh, connecting yourself into a socket. It does something to your spirit. It brings energy. It brings vitality. It brings spirituality. It brings eternity into your spirit when you connect with the Holy Spirit. Um, Jude 1.20 says, But ye, beloved, building yourselves up on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Romans 8.26, likewise, the Spirit also in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Let me tell you the story of how I got um, baptized initially in the Holy Spirit. I got saved at an outreach uh, down in Manly on the northern beaches. It was an Anglican church outreach. They talked about Jesus. I'd grown up in a uniting church. Uh, my parents had sent me to Sunday school had a relationship with God to agree, knew about the Bible, heard the gospel preached about a personal relationship with Jesus. I said, I've been to church, I know about God, but I don't think I know him the way this guy knows him. I went home that night, went down to Narrabeen Lakes on the northern beaches, prayed and asked God to come into my life, and he did. I felt a wind come across uh, the water, fill me. I knew instantaneously I'd been born again. God was in my life started attending the church um the anglican church on the northern beaches down in manly one night uh i'd I'd been reading my bible uh, since i'd been born again i'd read it in the past but with new enthusiasm i started seeing all this stuff about the speaking in tongues speaking tongues it just kept coming up baptism and the holy spirit i i was sitting in the church quite a number of people there that night uh the associate minister came up to me and he uh he said uh, how are you going? Are you new here? Yeah, I haven't been coming that long. been coming a couple of weeks. Oh, great to have you here. Have you got any questions? I said, yes, I do. <laughs> I opened up my Bible. I said, I've been reading this thing about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. What is it? He does this. He looks at me. He goes, do you want to speak in tongues? I'm like, yeah. He goes, wait here till the end of the service. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting in my seat. People start to disperse. They're all leaving. This. I'm the last person there. He goes and he locks the doors. I'm thinking, what is going on? <laughs> What's going to happen to me? He comes up to me, reads me some scriptures. He said, I'm going to pray for you. Uh, uh, our church doesn't really believe in this stuff. <laughs> But I do, and I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to pray for you tonight, and you're going to believe it. I said, I'm ready. 
He starts to pray for me. He Abba, 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 Abba. He says, say Abba, 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 Abba. So I'm like, Abba, 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 Abba. Anyway, he lays his hands on me. He's praying for me maybe a couple of minutes. Next thing you know, bang, I fell down on the ground. I start speaking in this language. Uh, and I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Uh, get up. Say, see you later. <laughs> Go home. Wake up in the morning. I wonder if I can still do this. Abba, 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 Abba. Oh, it's still there. It's a miracle. That week, now, this is a funny thing, my name's Ward, I went to school, I don't know, I, I hadn't met another Ward, but all through school, from kindergarten to year 12, I went to school with another Ward. You would not believe it. Um, anyway, I said to my friend at school, I was in year 11 at the time, I said to my friend, man, you've got, he was sort of into God and stuff as well, I said, man, you've got to come down to this church, and uh, God's going to do something to you. He goes, all right, I'm open, come down to the service, sitting in church, the pastor, associate pastor comes up to me, at the, uh, comes up to us towards the end of the service and he says, hey guys, how you going? I'm like, yeah, good. He goes, how's it going with you? I said, yeah, it's awesome. I said, man, I need you to do for him what you did for me last week. I told him about it. He goes, <laughs> says to my friend, do you want to be, do you want to speak in tongues, be baptized in the Holy Spirit? He goes, yeah, all right. <laughs> Wait at the end of the service, locks the doors. I'm like, what's going Anyway, <laughs> comes over. He goes, I want to pray for you. Talking to me. He says, I want to pray for you first, and then I'll pray for your friend. I said, all right. Now I'm thinking in my head, because last time I'm thinking, that guy pushed me over for sure. <laughs> so I'm thinking, he's not pushing me over tonight. <laughs> so I'm standing like this. <laughs> Feet forward, leaning forward. I'm not going backwards. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> He puts his hand on my forehead. He starts praying for me. Next thing, bang! Back on my back. I start speaking in tongues. Next thing, about a minute later, I hear this, boom, right down next to me. There's my friend speaking in tongues. I'm speaking in tongues. Boom, 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 boom. And um, get up. Okay, see you later. And off we went. Um, and that was my experience and my baptism in the Holy Spirit. But from that <laughs> <laughs> and not everybody receives it that way. Not everybody falls over. Not everybody, not, it's not always a different manifestation. You don't need to be scared of it. But here's what I know. It's from God. And it's for everybody. And it's empowering. And from that day to this, I can't say every single day, but most days since then I've prayed in tongues to God the things oftentimes that I don't know what I'm praying for, but I know I'm praying in accordance with God's will, and that's the purpose of it. Not only that, it's charging my spirit, it's building me up, it's, it's empowering me. So you don't always know what you're going to face that day. You don't know what's in the future. You don't know what's next week. You don't know what's next month. But God does. And the beauty of the Holy Spirit is you can pray in tongues, and you're already preparing yourself. You're preparing your spirit. You're preparing your heart. You're preparing your your uh, determination so that when those things come, you're ready. You're not overwhelmed. You're not shaken apart. You don't fall over. They still come out of left field, but there's something inside of you that continues to keep you strong because you're built on the rock and you've got a strength in your spirit that'll keep you going forward no matter what comes your way. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> So I said to my friend, we're in the bus on the way home. I said, I've got to ask you something. He goes, what? I said, 
did he punch me in the face? <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I said, man, I was leaning forward and I felt like he got the palm of his hand and punched me in the face. He said, man, he was nowhere near you when you went over. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is weird stuff. <laughs> um, and so I've continued to do that. If you don't speak in tongues, if you haven't received that gift, I would encourage you to come forward tonight and receive it. It's for you. I just need to pray for you and you will receive it because God wants you to have it. It's for every single believer. I prayed for four people to receive. In fact, I prayed for people this morning in our church. Uh, I prayed for four people to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Two of them had been praying and believing and wanting God to fill them for the Holy Spirit for 20 years. 20 years, been in different churches, had different experiences. Uh, all four of them spoke in tongues this morning for the very first time. Because God wants people to receive the baptism. And oftentimes it's because of something we've got in our head that's either not good or it's not from God or it's something weird or it's somehow going to make me a different kind of person. It's only going to make you a better person when you use the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is prophecy. And I'll finish on this. So prophecy, the Bible talks about prophecy. If you haven't heard about prophecy, go to Bible college, read it in your Bible. I haven't got time to talk about it tonight. But it's a gift that the Holy Spirit comes that brings the words of God into your mouth that you can speak into circumstances, into situations, into people's lives, over your business, over your family. Words from God that you speak out that bring change and transformation into those circumstances. That's a gift that God wants you to have. The gift of prophecy. First time I I'd been... Uh, for, when I ended up coming to Oxford Falls as a 19-year-old, uh, started coming to a uh, Pentecostal church, obviously started hearing about more about the gifts and stuff like that. And I was hungry. I was hungry. I wanted more and more of the Holy Spirit. I'd been reading about these other gifts. I'd been reading about prophecy. I'd been praying for ages. Lord, I want to prophesy. I want the gift of prophecy. I want to be able to prophesy. I want to speak the Word of God. I want to, I want to speak and, and declare the words that you've I said and spoke into my heart, and I pray and pray and pray. One night, we're in a prayer meeting like the one that uh, was being advertised up there. I encourage you to go to that. It was at Oxford Falls. It was back when it was in Brookvale. I was 19 years of age. A couple of hundred people in this prayer meeting. We're praying. Different people are getting up to pray for different things and whatever. I'm standing there, and the Lord says to me, I want you to prophesy. I nearly did it in my pants. He said, I want you to say these words. And he gave me a prophecy. I want you to get up and I want you to speak these words. I was petrified. I was absolutely petrified. I'm saying, Lord, what? He said, you want to prophesy here. I want you to prophesy this word. No, I want to prophesy in my bedroom when there's no one else around. <laughs> he goes, no, I want you to do this. I want you to get up there. I want you to speak these words. And oh, I, I, was I don't know if you've ever felt that, but I know when it's God because my heart really starts to beep. And your heart might be beating really fast right now as the Holy Spirit starts to speak to you about different things that are going on in your life. Or maybe stirring you up this morning and say, hey, you need to reach out. I've got more for you. You need to come out when we open this altar. That's the Holy Spirit. You start to feel a bit, oh, my heart's fluttering. My heart was fluttering. I was there for minutes and minutes and minutes. I'm like, oh, oh. Anyway, I'm saying, God, oh, God. He's going, you get up and prophesy. I've, I've, I've given you a prophecy. Get up and prophesy. Anyway, I, I've debated. I, in the end, I said, God, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I'm too scared. <clears throat> and the Lord said to me, it's okay, Ward. That's fine. I felt relaxed. Oh, it's all right. The moment I said I can't do it, I was 19. 
a 15-year-old schoolgirl starts walking up onto the up, up the stage. I'm thinking, what's she doing? <clears throat> she gets up, she grabs the microphone, she speaks the exact same words that God had told me to speak. The exact same words! I'm like, are you kidding me? Why are you humiliating me? <laughs> the Lord's like, no one else knows. Only I knew, but I knew. I missed it. I knew it was from God, but I was so afraid. I was so scared. I didn't want to get up and speak. And yet this 15-year-old girl gets up and speaks the words that I was supposed to speak because God had put them in my heart. And from that moment on, I said, to, I said to you, God, if you ever give me a word, if you give me another word, I will share it. I will give it. Um, and from different times, uh, whether it be in church, whether it be in connect group, um, starting connect group, started with different people, God would give me different words for people and I would just share them, not in a, whoa, thus saith the Lord. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen that on YouTube. That's not, that's not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but God just gives you a word and you don't need to be weird. You don't need to be crazy. You just God will speak and you just got to, you know, I just... I, feel, I just feel like God wants to say this to you. And you know what? Most of the time, it's just words of encouragement. It's just words. Sorry, that's my timer. Time's up. Um, it's just, oftentimes, it's just words. And I don't know how many times I've just said, you know what? I feel like the Lord said this about your marriage or about your business or about your future. And so many times, so many times, countless times, people have just said, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that you just said that. That is exactly what I've been feeling. That's exactly what I've been going through. That is exactly what's been going on in my life over and over and over again. That is a gift from God. It's for every believer to be able to prophesy, to speak the words of God, to use a heavenly language that will empower your prayer life, that will empower your Christian life, that will empower your ministry, your career, your business. How do I receive it? I'll finish with this. How do you receive these gifts? How do you get them? You've only got to do one thing. You've got to run about 16 kilometers. No, I'm, I'm kidding. No, you, you just got to ask. That's what it says. And you never need, you don't need to be afraid that God's going to do something to you that is going to make you a weirdo, that is going to ruin your life. In Luke chapter 11, verse 11, Jesus said this, If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father... Will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he, uh, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will you give him a scorpion? If then you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? All you've got to do is ask. But you've got to receive. You've got to ask, you've got to believe, and you've got to go, Lord, I want it. God's not going to give you anything that you don't want. If you say, I want it, I want you, I want these things, he's going to give them to you because they're available to all, every person. You may have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, but your heavenly prayer language, you haven't been utilizing it, you maybe let it go, you maybe don't use it that often. I want to encourage you here today to stand up and say, God, I'm going to use this gift. I'm going to speak in tongues. I'm going to pray. I'm going to stir up my spirit every day. I'm going to spend a minute, whatever it is, and I'm going to stir, I'm going to build, I'm going to trickle charge. I'm going to charge up my spirit in the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> if that's you here tonight, when we pray, when we open up the altar, I want you to come forward. I want you to say, God, fill me afresh. You know, in the book of Acts, 
numerous times. There's at least two. I can't remember all the scriptures where it says they were filled again with the Holy Spirit. It is not a once, one-time experience where you go, oh, I was filled with the Holy Spirit 25 years ago. And no, you need to be filled afresh and again tonight where you're filled afresh, where the Holy Spirit touches you afresh, where you're in, invigorated and energized. If you're feeling a bit flat, if you're feeling a bit stale, if you're feeling a little bit like your Christian walk has just become a bit of a going through the motions, then you need to be out here tonight say, God, fill me afresh with your Holy Spirit. He will touch you tonight. He will fill you tonight. If you've never prophesied, if you've never spoken a word that come from God, talks about someone's future or someone's circumstances or a situation in their life i want you to come forward tonight i want you to say if you want that god's going to give it to you but you've got to be ready to speak when that time comes i've spoken over so many times a lady a number of years ago came to our church she was unsaved she was dying of cancer they'd given her three months to live <coughs> i prayed for her the lord said to me tell her she will live and not die i'm thinking god are you sure he said, tell her you'll live and you'll not die. I, pr I prayed for her. I said, the Lord wants to tell you that you will live, you will not die. Uh, and I think, I can't remember, three months later, she, had, she wasn't even a Christian. She didn't come to our church. She came back three months later. She said, I just want to tell you, the doctors said, I'm completely cancer free. It's completely gone. <coughs> There's power. There's purpose in all of these things. They're not superfluous. They're not just a, an adjunct. They're not just something extra that you just have on the side like vegetables <laughs> no that this is this is what god wants for your life this is the empowering of your holy spirit why don't we close our eyes here tonight father i thank you for the power of your holy spirit lord the day of pentecost 50 days from the resurrection the the resurrection of jesus christ from your death and resurrection lord 50 days from easter you poured out your spirit that people might be energized, they might be filled, that they might be empowered, baptized with a supernatural energy, a supernatural strength, a supernatural determination. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray you would fill us afresh here tonight. <clears throat> Thank you, God. Why don't we all stand? I'm just going to finish up, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up the altar right now. Firstly, I want you to come forward if you've Never ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Maybe you've never prayed. Maybe you don't even know this Holy Spirit. Maybe you're even not sure about Jesus, but you're here tonight. You've never prayed a prayer that said, Jesus, come into my life. That's the greatest gift that you can receive from God. His name is Jesus. He was offered to you free, gave his life that you might receive him and receive eternal life. That's the greatest gift that you can receive. If you don't have that, if you've never prayed that prayer, when we open up this altar, I want you to come out of your seat. I want you to come down the front. We're going to pray for you to receive Jesus Christ. Second, if you've never spoken in tongues, you've never been baptized in that Holy Spirit, you've never received the gift of speaking in tongues, but you say tonight, don't come up and go, oh, I don't know, I might get it, I might not. Uh, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> if you say, I want it, you're ready to receive it. You're ready to have it. You want it. Maybe you've served. Maybe God's been talking to you or whatever. I want you to come out of your seat. When you come down the front, we're going to pray for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You will receive it tonight. Tonight, you will speak in tongues. Tonight, you'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Tonight, God's going to do something great in your life. Maybe you've never prophesied. There's so many gifts in the Bible. Gifts. 
one of the greatest gifts that you can receive is the gift of administration. Um, it is in the Bible. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> but uh, there's gifts of miracles. There's gifts of faith. There's gifts of healing. There's so many gifts that God wants and desires for you to have in your life. Just like the apps on your phone. You can use your phone for calling where you can utilize all the gifts and abilities, all the apps and everything that it's got for you to totally transform your life. That's what God wants for you tonight. So just as the band begins to worship right now, why don't you just come out of your seat, come down the front, and the team's going to begin to pray for you, whatever it is you need. Maybe you need a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Come out of your seat. Come down the front right now. That's it. Just come out of your seat. If you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, you want to speak in tongues, you want to prophesy. Come out of your seat and come down the front right now. Thank you, Jesus. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's it. Step out of your seat. Come down the front. We sing hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, the Lamb is overcome, we sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, we sing Jesus. Anybody else you say, you know, you've got that heart thing going on at the moment, you're not sure, just step out, come down the front, let someone pray for you, reach out to God. He's only going to bless you. He's only going to empower you. He's only going to make your life better. He's going to ask the team to come and just begin to pray for people, ask them what it is that they want, whether it's baptism, the Holy Spirit, want to give their life back to Christ, want to be born again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. You have overcome. You have overcome. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for all you've done. For all you've done. For all you've done, Jesus, we worship.